But I think the part we want to grab out of this one, we are created in relationship for relationship. This is everything. Left hands with the heavy brains. I ain't scared of the marriage thing. I ain't scared of the marriage thing. Had to say it twice on a mind. What's love? What's love? Welcome to the A More Excellent Way podcast with Dr. James and Nicola Hawkins. Here, we seek to inspire and equip couples and families to go about their relationship with God and each other in, in a, a more, more excellent, excellent way. way. Welcome to the More Excellent Way podcast. Hello. Yes, and so we're excited to announce today uh, the beginning of a five-part series called Marriage in the Garden. And in this series, we'll be walking through the Genesis account of God's bringing together Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. and how that began off in creation, um, what happened to them, what was the purpose of marriage, uh, as we kind of like look at Gen- the Genesis account, mm-hmm. um, the beauty of that, the connection and the intimacy. But then what happened? Like what happened to where Satan came in, got them off track, and kind of looking at the pattern that we see there, because I really believe that we see those same patterns sometimes playing out in marriage. Right. We see, <laughs> but I believe couples strive for marriage before the fall. They want that intimacy with God, intimacy and connection with each other, that they have this place of shalom and connection and intimacy. But then when sin comes in, it creates this sense of shame and guilt and brokenness. Mm -hmm. And we struggle to be able to come back towards God's healing and redemption and relationship, but also to allow each other to be seen in our places where we feel broken and disconnected. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what this series will be about. And so today is Mm -hmm. part one of that series. And we're going to be talking about being created in his image, husband and wife. Yeah. And so uh, just to kind of frame it, we will be looking in uh, Genesis chapter one, verses uh, 26 and 27. Right. We're going to unpack two verses today in this episode, Nicola. Yes. Right. Uh, So let me read those for us. Genesis chapter one, verse 26 and 27. Then God said, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky over the livestock and all the wild animals and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image, in the image of God, he created them male and female. He created them. Mm -hmm. All right. So what are some principles that we begin to, as even as we look at this passage that we see stick out and what we want to do as we go through this series is not just like, it's not just a Bible study, but what does it practically mean for us to live this out in marriage? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I'll get a few of a few of them going and feel free to jump in anytime here in Nicola. Right. Okay. But I think the part we want to grab out of this one, we are created in relationship for relationship. Right. That God says, let us make mankind our image. Like he's speaking to, uh, not only himself, but in a sense of the heavenly host or the Godhead, or like he's saying, let let us make mankind in our image. So we're created in relationship, but then he creates us to for relationship. For relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to bring that part out. But the part we're really trying to grab on today is you finding your individual identity rooted in that you are created in the image of God, the Imago Dei which right. gives you value and worth in that 
the image of God is in you, right? But then when it comes to marriage is that we want to make sure we don't miss in this passage that he created male and female in his image. Absolutely. That there is a form of, that there is like this equality of value here that both are equally created in the image of God. And we want to hold that because I really believe with that should come a level of reverence and value and respect. Yeah. And honoring each other. Yeah. Exactly. And that's going to come up again later. So I don't know, like for you, Nicola, is there anything in particular you want to add to that? Um, Just a sense of, you know, um, the, the honor, the image being, being made in the image. It's like when there are so many, um, otherwise like messages, um, coming in, um, just bombarding your mind and your heart, your soul, your spirit saying, saying something other than what God has created you. It's like, I have value. I have worth, mm-hmm. you know, I'm made in the image of God. And if I recognize and understand, understand who God is, I can begin to, um, even form a better, a, a sense of idea of what that might look like that I, that I'm made in this yes. image, Yes, you know, but I have to be intentional to seek that out, to mm-hmm. seek out God and, and figuring out like, what does this look like? Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Because I think uh, what, I like what you're saying, because that is a part when we think about whether it's um, and I want this. This goes out not just to married people. I think this is important also for singles. Who am I in the image of God? Right. And let that be a base foundation for me to be able to connect to other people. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, now, can I figure that all out individually? No, you cannot. That also happens a relationship. So yeah. that's you kind of doing some work and thinking about your family of origin and what did you learn from them about who you are, friends, uh, church members, co-workers, right. you know, all of right. that, right? Because we're being formed, you exactly. know, every in the womb, like the messages we start hearing from just we little baby as we're cooing, you mm-hmm. know, um, a message is being sent out and we're being wired to say this is who you are. Mm-hmm. Now, some sometimes some of those messages that we heard are inaccurate. Yes. And it does not line up um, with who God said we mm-hmm. are. So we can have an awareness of the influences that were there in mm-hmm. our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, acknowledge it for what it is. Um, if those things are still in you, call out what those things are mm-hmm. and then bring it under uh, realignment, um, unalignment with, mm-hmm. with God's truth about you. Yeah. Oh, let's catch that real quick. I like that where you said, like, let's be aware of the influences. And that's the big part here is where like your sin, your view of yourself, mm-hmm. where is that coming from? Right. You know, is it coming from, you know, where, where is it coming from? And it's not that necessarily looking for bad, but it's just like being intentionally Whatever aware. Whatever it is. Yeah. Is is it God informing who you are or what other influences are coming in and informing you who of who you are? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's powerful. Yeah. Um, and so that was, that's partly talking about it individually, but then I think for where this As gets a couple. Yes. So I'm, let's break it down to like, even just for us, like 
you know, as God moves on, you know, begin speaking to me about this passage of me just studying it, the Holy Spirit revealing it. It's when I think about that is like how I handle when how I treat Nicola. It's not just about Nicola. Right. It's about Nicola is made in the image of God. And so disrespecting you is disrespecting God. Right. And not having reverence for his image in you. So, and that's not just, a, and I'm okay with this as a little bit of a fear part, right? A fear of like the awe and the reverence of the holiness of God. And I think this even applies. You say, well, what, what if James, I'm dating an unbeliever, married to an unbeliever. They are still a human being creating the image of God that mm-hmm. they may be, have not been reconciled to God, right. but you still want to have reverence and honor for that in every single person. Right. Right. I agree. But when I think about that in marriage, it's like, and I want to, I know this, I want to be, when I think about this is sometimes we can kind of have these ways of, well, I'm the man and you're the woman, that kind of thing. But then there is a place for being male and female. Right. Mm -hmm. But in this particular passage though, the common core in each of them is the image of God. Right. Right. That I think. And so what that means is, I, I I must value you and honor you as a person made in the image of God, just as I am a person made in the image of God. Okay. And there's also when I, I keep talking about the, like the fear and reverence part, but then there's intimacy in that, mm-hmm. that we share something at the base core of our existence right. that we both are made in the image of God. I think that's one of those things where um, when Adam saw Eve he was just like oh my gosh same like me you're you're Mm -hmm. you're identifiable you're like me you know yes um and so and and him being able to to honor that even a sense of almost like praise you know a thanksgiving like wow look at this creature this you know just that's just like me I've seen these other four-legged thing running around (laughs) I'm naming all of them but none of them were like me (laughs) and here you come you know and you mentioned the four-legged things because you're scared of four-legged things (laughs) whatever (laughs) but I do want it like that does lead that does lead to later in the passage right where he Mm -hmm. does go on like Adam's out in creation and everything is good and he's naming all the animals but there's one thing that's finally not good in creation it's not good that Adam should be alone Mm-hmm. Uh, and God makes a helper that's suitable and like him. And we're going to talk about that a little bit more. But right. I love that you caught on. Adam mm-hmm. points out, whoa, hold on. She's like me. Right. There's, right. There's, she's different. Right. She's like me. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you, you know, you talked even earlier. I'm going to slide back a little bit. But where you mentioned that, you know, as a couple being in a relationship, you know, I as a woman should also intentionally honor you um, and see your worth and and your value. You know, sometimes um, in relationships like um, that one or both spouses have not yet come to that place of recognizing um, the value and worth or, or we talk about individually, like I need to, recognize my value and worth mm-hmm. um, whether or not you are able to say oh you know um, mm-hmm. acknowledge those things about myself but the way I carry then carry myself and mm-hmm. how I think about my abilities to do the things God called me to do it's also forming begin and form mm-hmm. and inform um, uh, what I think about how he created me or my image and mm-hmm. um, so 
Yeah. And let me break that down like real quick. Why does it why does it matter to even think about like to be aware of who you are and your value and your worth? One reason why I think that is important is so that you can show up in relationship. Mm -hmm. Like if you see yourself as I don't know, like if you do not value the image of God in you or in that you are just I don't know, like you are even demeaning yourself. Mm-hmm. Then you'll hide yeah. yourself. You'll keep yourself back from full being fully invested in the relationship. Right. Now, this is by no means trying to preach or share like this, like a hedonistic or selfish or prideful because view, but it is a sense of, wait a minute, you know, the image of God is in me and I want to carry that with honor and dignity one, but then two, I want to share that of mm-hmm. who God made me with my partner. So that makes it where one, I show up and connect and, and allow myself to be seen by my partner mm-hmm. rather than me pulling away in isolation and just like letting a place where mm-hmm. Satan beats up on me. Right. Or even in a, a over prideful way. There we go. That's right. That's Thank another you. element. That's not, that's not an image of, of God, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like that. So. That's good. Either way. Then two. So one is like showing up in, 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 in congruence with who, congruence, who, who God is in you. Yes. Yeah. But then two, I think it's also of, I need to slow down. Like for me is the other person to slow down and value you, to hear you, to want to see you, to be curious, to want to know you. And so like maybe you, you present a request or a need or a hurt or a pain. And then that might create discomfort in me because maybe I'm scared of your feelings or what it's bringing up in me or whatever vice, or I might not even understand or agree with it but I value you. Yeah. And because I value you, you can let me know that I'm being, seen I can hold her. my space of where I am mm-hmm. and be willing to go to where you are yeah. because I want to know, I want to be there. I value you and what God might be saying or doing in you. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's value both ways. Absolutely. And so I think that that is so important. If you get either one of those wrong, if I devalue myself, then I won't be there for the relationship. Or I like what you said, I overvalue. And usually when we overvalue ourselves, it's really insecurity. I think sometimes even there too. That can show up like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. A little bit, but maybe not, you know, but then also that I need to be able to value you Mm -hmm. to show up and be there and hold space uh, for you as well. Right. Uh, it's, uh, and uh, the term I want to kind of say with this is like, I think it should create a level, a sense of mutual reverence in marriage. Yeah. Mutual reverence. And I want to even say out to the singles, I keep talking about marriage, even for you as a single member, as you're out there dating, relationships, friendships, have a mutual reverence because that other person that you might be dating or exploring, they're made in the image of God. And so you owe that to be honest with yourself and with them. Right. Um, yeah. And I think it, it is like for each of us and we haven't gone into this too much, but even for us, like we had to come to a place and not that we had it figured out, but who are we in Christ? And we were both before we got married, really coming to a place of, uh, of, of, of trusting the sufficiency of that. I love how our pastor at our church says, yeah, he says a single that is trusting Christ in their singleness is like a walking billboard of the sufficiency of Christ. Amen. Like yeah. it's not like they're waiting to get married to find their value and their worth or their or their place in the world. And I'll become. But it's something. like, yeah, man, me and Jesus, we good. And if if I get that relationship or that marriage, that'll be awesome. My heart wants it and yearns for it. 
but Jesus is good to me, y'all. Like he's not holding out on me. He's good to me. Yeah. And I'm trusting him as I do this life to get to, to, as I do this life. Yeah. And I just think that's a beautiful statement. And I think it's, so it's good to be able to even be doing that before. Like I was at a, um, a, a, a college group with, with some college Christian college guys. And they said, you know, what can I be doing now to prepare for marriage? And I think the big answer is know who you are in Christ mm-hmm. because it, it, it be work, be in process of knowing who you are in Christ. Mm-hmm. Right. And, yeah. and knowing that image and that, because you don't want to, in a sense, have no sense of identity or who you are. Mm-hmm. And then going into marriage, trying to find it. And I think a huge part of knowing who you are in Christ is knowing who God is. Yes, exactly. You know, if you you can't just go searching, oh, where where am I in scripture? It's like, good. where's That's God? Good. You know, and then knowing that I am the one that he created, then how do I align um, back with God? He's a big picture in it all, I think. And we are part of that. Mm-hmm. That just who's God. And then from there, I'll begin to see myself because I am made in the image of God. Therefore, who's God? Okay. Let's catch that then. So who is God mm-hmm. need to know that like I'm created in his image. So I need to know him to find myself. I need to know him. Right. Right. And I want to find myself in him, in him, mm-hmm. in him, in me. Mm-hmm. Right. And then recognizing, particularly if we talk, we're talking about right now, just marriage relationships or you know dating relationships. And that, this goes for your kids as well. Right. But we, particularly when we're talking about in the garden is, but then also recognizing my partner is also made in the image of God. So knowing God, to find myself in knowing who he is in me and how I'm created in his image and then valuing and recognizing and reverencing that my, my spouse is also made in the image of God Mm -hmm. and that this could create this level of this mutual reverence for one another in relationship. So I think the, 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 the excellent point from, and I, gosh, I don't want to steal yours because you just hit me with that at the end, but so I'm going to leave that alone for now because maybe that's yours. (laughs) But the part for me is really is resting in this place of mutual reverence. Mm. The image of God is in me and the image of God is in you. And I need to value both for this relationship bond to be everything that God created it to be. Right. And my excellent point will be, who is God? (laughs) Ah. Beginning to seek that out, to seek and find him when I search with all my heart. Who's God? And therefore then, God, how am I made in your image? How can I reflect you? And how can I come into a place of abiding in you Mm -hmm. and carrying your image within me? Mm -hmm. So... That's good. So we just want to encourage y'all after listening to this, just to take time for you and just to say, you know what? man, where am I at in that place of getting to know the heart of God and who he is? Mm -hmm. Um, And then God help me to know who you've created me to be and what you've deposited in me, how you're working in me to will and to act according to your good pleasure. Yes. And then God help me recognize the ways in which maybe I do not reverence your image in my spouse, whether they do or say things I disagree with or whatever. God, help me to reverence you in them. Yeah. Help me to see past what I just see as my partner and see you in my partner. Mm-hmm. No matter where they are in their spiritual journey, God, to reverence that and to call that part out, to cultivate that part, to help them even see that part better than maybe they see it. Right. Right. Um, so we just hope this 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 episode has encouraged you yes. to once again to have a sense of mutual reverence for who God is 
in himself and who he is in you and who he is in your partner so that you can go about your relationship with God and each other in a more excellent way. Thank you. Thank you. We hope that you have been inspired and equipped to go about your relationship with God and others in a more excellent way. Please subscribe to our podcast and rate us on iTunes. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at A More Excel Way. And check out our website at A More Excellent Way Relationship.com. Visit KLRC.com to learn more about the More Excellent Way.